Hey guys, welcome back again to Law School with Lou. It is another week and another episode is here for you. Happy Saturday if you're listening to this on the day that it's released or happy whatever day that you're listening to this. I am super excited to record this episode because I was reflecting back on a lot of my old and previous episodes that I have filmed, filmed, recorded, um, and I realised that I hadn't done an episode based on Oscular referencing, how to do the Oscular referencing, just in general tips and advice on referencing, which as law students we know is the bane of our existence. As law students it's this thing that you need to do, you need to do it to get the grades that you desire and you need to do it well and you need to do it properly. So I thought I would share with you guys my method, methodology, methodology or method to referencing, um, how I reference, what guides I refer to, how I actually structure my assignment or essay to cater for my referencing, when I do the referencing, at what point, bibliography, all this kind of important stuff. I thought, you know what, I'm going to open up my laptop, I'm going to go through my assignments that have done well and the referencing has been graded well, I'm going to have a look at the guide and I'm going to come with up with a plan that you guys could implement to help you on your journey with referencing. Now this is something that I personally find works for me. This is a routine that I personally find works for me. However, you guys may find that it doesn't work for you or you would rather try a different method. But I thought it would be worth sharing since I have not done an episode based on this type of area to do with referencing. So to start, we will jump right into weekly catch-up, weekly update, little introduction before we go straight into the main kind of core points. So yeah, it's Saturday, it's been a good week. I came out of isolation, which was amazing. Came out of isolation on Tuesday um, after having COVID and that was great. I was like, honestly, so happy to be out of isolation. Um, And I pretty much have literally been spending most of my days working on uni work to be fair like my dissertation is kind of getting to that point now where it's like right Christmas and New Year's is done it's time to put your head down and just get started and I met up with my dissertation supervisor on Wednesday and she was like going through my first chapter and letting me know how it went and she said that she was happy with it and that she recommended me to get my partner or like a friend or a family member to read over it somebody who isn't studying law to give me a little bit of feedback you know a little bit of advice a little bit of I don't know kind of like their viewpoint on the structure have structured it they don't have to necessarily understand the like context of the dissertation which is basically on the human rights law um, the European Convention of Human Rights and Human Rights Act 1998 um, on prisoners, to do with prisoners and how these rights may have been breached as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, 
so that was great it was really great advice and I thought I would let you guys know that as well because when you said that I was like you know what I spend so much time getting like my law friends to read over things for me but I've never really considered getting somebody else who doesn't study law to read over it and not necessarily to check on the context of what it's about but more so on like how it flows and whether it's readable and it makes sense to them somebody as a reader which I think is such a good idea so that's a little tip for you guys um so I did that and I've also been looking at applying for part-time jobs as well because I do obviously my social media work is like my side job that I do and then I have like my degree that I'm doing I thought you know what it'd be a nice idea to actually get like a part-time job for like a social aspect and I have worked part-time throughout my degree for two years and I left one of the jobs that I was doing before working as in a hotel because the sociable the hours weren't very sociable. They were very like late shifts and I just felt like it was really tough going to uni in the morning for half a day and then going to work and then getting back at like 11, half 11 at night and doing that again. I was like, that was so much. But this job, well, a couple of jobs I've been looking at are more sociable hours and more on a part-time basis. And it would just give me maybe a couple shifts a week where I could interact and engage with other people, work on my kind of skills again in terms of like confidence and working in that kind of environment and also to take my mind away from uni a little bit, which I think is important. I think one of my tips that I would give anyone who's studying law is you need to make sure that you're having time doing other things, having time doing fun things, having time doing something different as well as studying as well like you can't be studying all the time because you will burn out and it can be very overwhelming so that's what I've been doing and I've been looking for and I just thought it'd be like a really good opportunity for me I've also been looking at masters as well I think I've mentioned to you guys before about my interest in business um, and obviously social media and in my other podcast confidence chats which went out yesterday I did kind of talk a little bit about this so if you want to like explore that a little bit deeper then feel free to go and check out that podcast it's going to be linked in my link tree as well um but I really love business and I was looking at opportunities of doing a master's in business and I think having a master's in business alongside a law degree is actually a really good combination because I'm very entrepreneurial I love like business entrepreneurship I'm starting businesses I started up a business like last year which was my fashion business that I've decided to step back from but I gained so many skills and I really love that kind of area I love social media I love working with brands um doing campaigns for them and creating content and I thought you know what would be a really cool thing to do is to actually go and do a master's in business and then have my law degree there obviously and in the future in maybe five years from now three years from now ten years from now or maybe never I might decide I want to go back to law and I want to go and do my diploma in professional legal practice do a traineeship and become a solicitor in Scotland or go on to become a barrister whatever but I just thought you know what I'm not really ready to make a decision to do my master's in law at the moment I don't feel like it's the right time I don't feel like my direction career-wise is law I don't see myself as a lawyer I see myself more entrepreneurial businesses kind of focusing on business and using my law degree and business to aid that and then I was thinking another thing that pops into my mind was getting a part-time job in a certain business would actually help me to think a little bit more 
businessy. I think my mindset before when I was working part-time, I didn't really have much of a business mindset, I guess. And I've definitely developed that now and I can actually go to work and actually see how things are done and be like, oh, that's marked at this price because they bought it at this price. Like looking at profit margins and net profit, gross profit, all of these different numbers and to get like my head around it and actually see it in the real world as well. So quite an exciting, productive week with coming out of isolation, starting to work on my goals with social media, working on all my uni work that's building up restarting my podcast this one and my other podcast and creating content looking for jobs having two calls with two different companies about these jobs and being offered an interview on Monday and in two weeks time another interview which is super exciting but then I do have to make the decision which place I'm going to go to I'm not going to tell you guys just yet where or where I'm going um or what I take until it's actually done and the decision has been made but I just thought I'd give you a little update a little what's been going on um and then yesterday was Friday and I headed off to Dundee where I studied to go to the library to do some uni work get out of my flat a little bit and get out of Perth a little bit and also to go and see one of my friends who I've not seen in quite a while actually it's been a couple of weeks actually I think it might have been even longer than that so that was really lovely and we had like a nice catch up went for a coffee we're both talking about like uni and how it's going and where we're kind of seeing ourselves go and she's also really interested in the business route too which is super exciting so I think we're on the same wavelength and the same page right now um and she also works in a company and she said that there's like opportunities for like doing apprenticeships for them and um, in business and like she's very close with the manager and it's just super exciting like listening to all of this I'm like this is really cool so I think this week was like my it felt like my first official week of the year where things are starting to like move on and then I'm coming like now into the end of the week and I'm just like taking a little bit of a step back relaxing a little bit which I think is really important um because I don't know what next week is going to bring especially with like new job opportunities um so that was super exciting and yeah I just feel like in a really happy place at the moment with where I'm kind of going um and like the direction that I'm taking at the moment which is very exciting and I think I have done a previous podcast episode on law school with Lou all about not knowing where you're going or not having to know where you're going and I do still think even though right now I'm like I think I have a really good idea and like it feels really good the direction that I'm taking career-wise um I am also open to changes in the future because I do know that things can change and that's just life so I do I would say that if you're on a boat right now throughout your law degree and you're a little bit like I'm not sure what I want to do after my law degree then don't worry like trust me the ideas and inspiration will come to you at the right time as long as you can just spend some time to get quiet by yourself and actually think what do I want to do that is the best way to do it so yeah today's obviously Saturday and I'm going to be recording this making sure it's edited and goes up today and tonight me and my fiance are going to be going to watch the new Spider-Man which I'm so excited about like I'm so excited to go and watch it so we're going to go and we're going to do that which is going to be so much fun okay guys so we're going to jump straight into the episode now I've given you my weekly update and I will also mention to definitely check out my link tree which is going to be linked 
at the end of each podcast episode to keep more up to date with me and go and check out my LinkedIn as well if you want to go and follow me over on LinkedIn which is a bit more like of a professional social media platform and also you can follow me on my other social media platforms as well and if you did enjoy this episode and you did find it useful then make sure to give it a five-star review if you can on the platform you are using because it really helps to push the podcast out even more and reach even more people which is 100% my goal of helping as many people as I possibly can And also remember guys, you can send a voice note in or answer the Q&A question at the end of the podcast too. If you have any questions you'd like to ask me or if you would like to feature in any future episodes that go live. So let's go ahead and get straight into the podcast episode. Okay, so referencing, 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 referencing. As you know, as law students, we have to reference in Oscula style. I'm in fourth year and it has definitely been a journey to my, a journey, it's been a journey, it's been a referencing journey. I think I went from being in first year and being like really confused and overwhelmed with the kind of style because I was very much used to Oxford style, um, Oxford, Harvard style and then going into the Oxford like Oscular style, it was very different but I attended pretty much for the first three years of my degree I attended the referencing classes which was like an Oscar referencing class to get my head around the referencing a little bit more and if you're somebody who is a little bit like oh I'm not really sure like if I'm comfortable with it then definitely contact your university and see if they are running any of these classes because they are great and they have really benefited me. I haven't attended one in fourth year because I am at a point now where I'm pretty comfortable with my referencing style but I would 100% recommend that if you are struggling then you should definitely definitely do that. So let's go and jump into how I do the referencing. So first of all I reference as I go along now I know some people wait until the last minute but I would highly recommend that you reference as you're going along because it does make a very 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 big difference because it just avoids overwhelm and at the moment I am writing my dissertation so it is a lot of work and a lot of words going in and you know it's going to be reaching 10,000 words at the end which is a lot of words. So imagine trying to do all those references. It's a lot of references. I'm already at 40 um, footnotes and I've just finished chapter one and I've got another three chapters to go. So you guys can see it would be quite a lot. So at the moment I am currently referencing as I go along and what I like to do and I will recommend is when you're doing your referencing, say for your first chapter or for your assignment, right? Maybe once you've done a paragraph or a chapter if you're doing a dissertation, then, or a couple of chapters, maybe not a couple of chapters, but a couple of paragraphs, do it, do it properly the first time and then go over it and just check just to make sure that there's nothing wrong. I actually did this the other day for my first chapter, like when I had finished and I had the meeting with my supervisor. She was like, before you move on to chapter two, just check your references again. Like even if you think you're comfortable with them, just check them again. And I did and there was quite a few that were actually a few little minor mistakes that I picked up on that I hadn't noticed before. So that is something that I would 100% recommend. 
and then once you're like feeling comfortable with it then move on to the next point and when we come down to bibliography I also find that it is worth doing your bibliography as you finish each section as well and I actually find this to be most beneficial especially for using cases because I find sometimes with cases you normally have like referenced maybe the citation of the case in the footnote and you've used like the names of the um, individuals who were in the case in the actual like main body of your text and I find that sometimes it's like a little bit confusing like going and then checking and then having to actually combine the name and the citation in the bibliography and also then deciding to separate them for example if you're using cases from the European Union and then separating them with a different like heading in your bibliography to cases for the United Kingdom so that is something that I found to be really useful is to do that and do that as you go along again maybe after your first chapter or after a few paragraphs of text where you've used quite a few um footnotes in it and this will also just make sure you don't miss anything as well like you want to have your bibliography as chunky as possible with really good um sources and if you guys want to know a little bit more about you know carrying out research and finding out about sources and different platforms to find out really good sources that are reliable then definitely check out my other episode about conducting legal research and finding sources that's a really great episode and I really enjoyed recording that so it'd be worth checking that out um, just in case as well if you're not really too sure about your sources at the moment as well and I would recommend doing that before listening to this episode which is purely on kind of referencing so now where do I find my guide now I would love to say that my guide is in my brain that in my brain I 100% know exactly what I'm doing every single step I know it it's in my brain I know what I'm doing and I would love to sit there and I would love to say that but it is not true like even now I will always make sure that I double check now when I first started uni we were given quite a huge kind of guide and we were given like the oscula long guide and then the short guide but even the short guide was really long so for the first couple maybe half of my degree actually i was using the guides that we were given through the university and i would follow that to a t however there is a few things now that i know from the top of my head that isn't necessarily in Um, that is in the guide but I don't necessarily need to refer back to and that is usually doing things like IBID. Now we all remember or we all know about IBID, I-B-I-D and IBID like I naturally know how to use that and when to put it in Um, and I think I'm at a point now where I don't have to check over the guide to make sure that I'm doing it correctly because I am pretty confident that I am doing it correctly so if you see what I mean there's like a few little things that I automatically know what I'm doing and how to do it so in that sense I'm not always referring back to those guides anymore now but I did in the beginning of my degree so if you're in the beginning of your degree then definitely do it you will naturally pick up how to do it 
and there's other things that I naturally know how to do such as in my bibliography to make sure that I'm starting especially with books with the author's surname first and then their first name second but in the footnotes doing the first name first and then the surname second so all these little things that we kind of you know remember how to do over the years because we've been so accustomed and used to doing it um also when it comes to like writing out my actual like titles in my bibliography so like table of cases eu cases um table of legislation uk legislation or eu legislation or other jurisdictions um books commission reports journal articles website and blogs like these different titles I've learned how to do that for the bibliography as well so what I'm trying to say is now I use a guide the Oscular quick reference guide and I actually found a really useful website and it's on the website law.ox.ac.uk and this is the Oxford University Standard for the citation of legal authorities like website and they have a quick referencing guide pdf and this is honestly a lifesaver but it's only a lifesaver to people who i think are at a point in their degree where they exactly know exactly how to do the referencing um and that is well not exactly but knows very well how to do the referencing and that is where I feel like I am at after all of these years of doing referencing reading the long guides like spending hours trying to understand it doing the courses um creating like my own flashcards to remind myself looking at youtube videos listening to podcasts like naturally now I'm at a point where I'm like pretty comfortable so on the Oscar quick reference guide which isn't a short guide, which isn't a long guide, it's a quick reference guide, so it's almost like an even smaller, concise referencing guide. It honestly is a lifesaver for me. They have the primary sources, and it says to not use full stops in abbreviations, to separate citations with a semicolon. Given the, it says about cases, giving the parties names, followed by the neutral citation, followed by the law part citation. And then it gives you examples um, for example, there's a case Core versus IBC Vehicles Limited 2008 UKHL 13 2008 1AC884. Then it says, when pinpointing, give paragraph numbers in square brackets at the end of a station. If a judgment has no paragraph number, provide the page number and pinpoint after the court. So sometimes we use pages, sometimes we use paragraphs. Then it says that about statutes and statutory instruments, for example, the Human Rights Act 1998. Then there's EU legislation, EU cases, it gives you examples. European Court of Human Rights cases, it gives you examples. It gives you examples for the secondary sources for the books. It says, give the author's name in the same form as in the publication, except in bibliographies where you should give only the surname followed by the initials. It says give relevant information about editions, translators, before the publisher and give page numbers at the end of the citation after the brackets. It talks about journal articles as well. When pinpointing, put a comma between the first page of the article and the page pinpoint. It talks about online sources, command paper or commission reports. It talks about websites and blogs and newspaper, newspaper articles. It doesn't make much reference to the bibliography apart from where it mentioned in for books 
to make sure that you give the author's name in the same form as in the publication. But in the bibliographies, you give the, the surname followed by the initials. And that was the only thing that it kind of referred to a little bit about the bibliography. But like I said, I am pretty comfortable at the moment with my referencing kind of style and how I do it. So I think that's a good guide for me to make sure that I'm checking to make sure I'm doing it correctly. Um, because I do know my kind of routine when it comes to doing the bibliography. Again, if I ever have an issue and I'm like, okay, I'm not too sure about this one, I will look back at the longer guides because it is they are there to help you. So it is worth looking at them as well. And for your university, the guides that you get given will depend. So we have like my university guides that they give you, but your university might give you a different guide and they may have more or less information. So it is very dependent on which university you're at and where you're studying. Um, But this is how we do at our university. So that is my routine for referencing. And like I said, it does take a little while to ultimately get used to doing it you know it's one of those things that it just takes a a little while a bit of practice you know trying it trial and error making sure that you're referring back to the guides that you're given and you will reach a point in your degree where you know how to do it and there's just certain things that you're like actually I just need to brush up on this one I just need to brush up on this one but you you do know the kind of basis behind it so that is kind of a little bit about referencing so i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and it gave you a bit of advice a bit of you know technique to referencing um this is like how i do it and how i found has worked for me but i am aware that everyone does it differently everyone reference differently and you will naturally with anything get used to it and become comfortable with it and even I have found that when I'm helping say my sister who's in a different university doing a different degree and she needs advice or tip and tips on her like work and she's doing a completely different referencing style to me I'm looking at that like I don't understand that referencing style but you will pick up on the routine it just takes a little bit of time a little bit of trial and error and you will naturally adapt to that and it will just become second nature, I promise. It will become second nature. It's so important to do your referencing properly and spend the time to actually do that and to check over it because it will affect your grade massively. Referencing is taken so seriously in law school, as I'm sure you are aware. So make sure that you are taking your time to do it correctly. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and it's been helpful. You can always share it with a friend if you know someone who is struggling a little bit. But that is pretty much it for this week and I look forward to speaking to you guys in next week's episode which I need to come up with a plan on what I want to do something that's going to be beneficial for you as well but I hope this was useful and I look forward to speaking to you guys next week bye everyone